So there's a good question as to what it is. Republicans stand to gain and Republicans stand to lose by voting out uh, Liz Cheney from, from leadership. I mean, one has to ask that question. What's the win and what's the loss? What is it that you stand to gain and what is it that can come back to hurt you? And the one group of people I don't pay attention to in this subject is what the Democrats say. Does it matter? They're going to say whatever it is they could say to create as much havoc as they can. That's what I would do if it was the other way around. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's great to be with you. When uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is clearly the leader of the Democratic Party, don't we say, oh, poor Nancy. So let's, let's make sure we're perfectly clear that it doesn't matter what Speaker Pelosi says on this subject. But what are Republicans saying on this subject, and what do they think is going to come from it. Larry Bashan joins us right now, congressman from the 8th District of Indiana. That is the southwest corner of Indiana, Evansville, uh, bordering with Illinois, bordering with uh, Kentucky. Uh, joins us as we speak, also a medical doctor, so I do have a couple of questions COVID-related for you. But, but sir, uh, taking a look at this as you are and taking a look at, at this vote that, uh, you know, is, is going to remove... Uh, Congressman uh, Cheney, is this the right move as you see it for the Republican Party? Well, I think we have to have a unified message. And so, you know, I understand where uh, Liz Cheney is coming from, from her perspective. Uh, She was given a second chance by the Republican conference and uh, a couple of months ago uh, with a vote at that time. But we have, Tony, we have to have a consistent Republican message. And you can't have leadership team, one of the members coming up and saying one thing and then the other leadership member coming up and saying another. So I think, you know, for for a unifying message and honestly, uh, for the Republican Party, Donald Trump has about a 90 percent approval rating or more still today. I I've supported all of his policies. And so I think the message going into 2022 is being muddled by this and it's a distraction. And therefore, I think that we probably should make a change. So let's talk about what this is. Of course, it's Congresswoman Liz Cheney who voted to impeach uh, then-President Donald Trump. I believe that this was a mistake. I am not someone who was sold on the idea that President Trump incited an insurrection. I think there are many things you might say about uh, during the election, uh, the lead-up to January 6th, and even after that, that you could agree or disagree with. But the idea of impeachment, I don't think it ever rose to that. I think this was a massive uh, mistake. Is it that and that alone? Or is it the idea that somehow she's not on board with what Republicans want to get done policy-wise? How much of this is Trump-specific versus more or, or a greater look at policy that Republicans want to see in place? No, I think uh, uh, Liz Cheney is in line with the Republicans on policy for the most part. I think it's personal with her. I think uh, President Trump and her father had a conflict. Uh, and so I think it's more personal. I think it's specific to President Trump. Um, Liz Cheney, I think, for the most part, is on board with what conservative Republicans believe is the right policy. But we just have to have a consistent message. We can't have two members of the leadership team um, saying different things. And honestly, what just, uh, Representative Cheney is saying is not in in touch with or in step with 
90 percent of the Republicans that vote us into office. So I, I think it's more specifically related to President Trump. Um, and you just can't have a muddled message. You have to have consistency. And that's why I think we'll see what happens this week. But I do think after giving her a second chance to, um, you know, get in, get more in line with the party, that she's probably going to be replaced. But the muddled message is about Donald Trump. It's about whether or not there was a problem with the election. As you see it, sir, talking to Congressman Larry Bouchon of the 8th District of Indiana, what exactly is the muddled message? Well, the muddled message is that, uh, is that um, Representative Cheney, I don't think, feels like there were substantial election issues in certain states and that that was adjudicated and decided. And I think the other part of the message is many Republicans, including myself, know that there were substantial problems with the election. Look, I think President Biden is the legitimate president uh, based on what happened in the courts and based on uh, what happened uh, following that. But that said, I think that's the message that uh, Representative Cheney is carrying. Well, that's our process. There weren't substantial problems. So, you know, quit complaining about it. Don't try to address it. And that's just not the message that I think is coming from the Republican Party. I think you see that happening at the state level, Tony. You see states, uh, Governor DeSantis just signed into law some changes in Florida, for example. So that's the muddled message that um, that we don't need to address election security and that, um, you know, there was nothing wrong with the election and Donald Trump needs to quit uh, bringing up this issue. But I just don't think most Republicans uh, believe that. Uh, and that's that's what we uh, we have to get uh, consistency on. So when you speak to your constituents, as, as you talk to other members of Congress, there is absolutely a belief that while uh, maybe uh, not uh, to a certain degrees of this election was stolen, they take a look at places and say there are some problems here that we should address. Is it is it about addressing issues or is it about theft? No, I mean, I think we need to uh, address the issues at the state level. I mean, you know, right now, Democrats in Congress are trying to get through H.R. 1. Your listeners should see what's in that. They want to federally take over the elections. And the reality is, is I think states like Georgia, Florida, others are going to address the problems that we had in the last election. The main problem was, is that people changed election law without going through the legislative process, which you can argue is not constitutional. And that's my argument. That said, uh, we need to address those at the state level. And I think states are, are doing that. Democrats want to pass H.R. 1. They want to get rid of voter ID and all kinds of other things that will, will in their mind, keep them in power for a long time. So I, I think that most Republicans and honestly, a lot of Democrats, I mean, believe that there needs to be more done with election security based on what happened in this last election. Before I let you go, sir, I know that, that you're busy, you're up against it. Uh, the CDC director, uh, uh, Dr. Dr. Walensky, said that kids who are playing soccer should be wearing a mask because a group of 10-year-olds are often huddled around the ball and breathing on each other, and they have to wear a mask while playing soccer. You are a doctor. Do kids have to wear a mask while playing soccer, in your medical opinion? No. I mean, the CDC has had very inconsistent messages, uh, honestly, even in the previous administration. And I think on a lot of the American people have lost confidence in the CDC to to put out policy that's factually based on medicine versus politics. And so I think 
right now what the CDC is coming out. I mean, for example, I mean, duh, we can all go outside now without our masks on and talk to our friends and neighbors. I mean, we all kind of knew that for a long time. Unless you're Joe Biden. Joe Biden still has to wear a mask outside. Yeah, a double mask, in fact, sometimes. (laughs) You know, it's ridiculous. So, you know, another thing is, is children are not getting COVID, uh, the disease itself, and even if they do, it's been shown that there's essentially it's no worse than getting influenza or getting other some other uh, childhood respiratory diseases for children. So I think the CDC is playing a little bit of politics and they're all they're risk averse. They're afraid of the left going after them. Um, and they're putting out things that are not, I think, consistent with the medical facts. Congressman Larry Bouchon of the 8th District of Indiana, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you got a lot to do. Go do your work, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Uh, this whole conversation about Liz Cheney, this is interesting, right? This whole idea of, of the muddled message, because that was a little bit of, of, of insight into what, what that is all about. You can't be pushing the idea that it's wrong to note problems in the election by saying that to discuss it is, quote-unquote, the big lie, which I find a despicable bit of terminology anyway. That's it, it, the big lie that's, that's very uh, uh, Goebbels and, and Nazi and, and Holocaust is despicable. We shouldn't be using that terminology at all. But he, he, he ain't wrong, baby. If you are just if you want to be able to discuss the facts and you've got a a member of leadership saying, no, no, we don't talk about that thing. It's like when remember when this was a mistake from Fox, someone brought up George Soros and then all of a sudden we don't talk about George Soros. Why, Why don't we talk about George Soros? Oh, because talking about George Soros and the causes that he donates to and the work he does to get secretaries of state uh, elected, that's anti-Semitism? No. Tell them, Tony, your Jewish friend, said it's absolutely fine to talk about George Soros. What are you, nuts? Of course it is. Of course it's fine to discuss what he's doing and the problems they're in. And of course it is fine to discuss what happened in the election. Of course it's fine. It's a thousand percent fine. Don't be crazy. Don't be ridiculous. Much more to get into. I'm Tony Katz. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio.